Things are going to start happening to me now. You've done all the reading. You're a scholar. You're a professor. You've done all the reading. You've done the intellectual heavy lifting. Or less, eat shit and die. You wouldn't know a fact if it begged you all night long. Want to like, um, you know, give the wrong impression because I am, I I am very high. Can ran up behind him with a hatchet. Smash, smash, smash. Yeah, care. I'm a libertarian. What I'm getting is. Did why? you vote for Judge Jorgensen or Trump? Who? That's Joe the, Jorgensen. That was the perfect answer. Thank you. <laughs> that was- the Reno reset. Can we, we could probably retire that phrase. Because it's been reset, and it was in Reno. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Tyler Yonke, the Libertarian Podcast Review. Quick, quick video. Um, I went back in the archives. There, there's this whole process taking over in the Libertarian Party. What happened uh, with the LP in Reno and Dave Smith and the Mises Caucus? I did, and this is perfect, so I'm going to just do a quick intro here. I'm going to play the, 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 I don't know, a few minutes here of this uh, lead-in that I did when I reviewed uh, kind of Slurp Gang. I mentioned them. Not a podcast official. Kind of named him, but it was mostly Tower Gang, uh, Josh Smith, and uh, Drew Hancock, or based Drew Hancock, as I said at the time. But what I said that they were the cool kids, and then I did this dramatic rant about about the LP uh, and equating it to a movie. So um, I just hang on because I think it's a matter of fact, I was explaining it to a friend over the weekend who uh, my wife's friend who showed up and she was kind of wondering about this LP stuff. And I explained it to her using Pretty in Pink. That's right. The movie Pretty in Pink. But I give some clips here. Uh, I play it and, and I just watched it again myself. And I think it's uh, outstanding the connections that I made at the time and what the actual struggle is with the LP and why there's a problem there. You've heard all the reasons before, but I think I, above anybody else, uh, could take this in. So we're going to do a reset uh, or talk reset. We're going to talk about Reno. Um, it's going to be on Adam Nutter's show. I might do some more stuff in it, but I interviewed reed and uh, toad so it was a great interview i had a great time i met so many wonderful people and um i'm gonna let you just watch this video uh, and be in it and then i'm gonna do a show myself so until then let's dig right into it so i love to see movies um and kind of equate them now i'm a bit older than maybe a lot of you but i think we can equate some of these um things that are happening and put them in the concept of of a movie perhaps and it helps us understand things a little bit for instance clint uh russell of liberty lockdown and reed coverdale of naturalist capitalist they've been out cruising the the country everyone's wondering what's going on what movie is that obviously everyone goes right to brokeback mountain is it i don't know maybe it's more Thelma and Louise, maybe Benny and June, maybe Thelma and Louise is the one with the car wreck. So, you know, you got to, you have some cons, uh, some, some context there and those guys, you know, maybe that's what they're doing traveling the country. What's the important part of these people there? I call them maybe the cool kids, right? So we've got uh, this faction going on in the libertarian party. And I started to think about it when, um, so there's a lot of infighting. Uh, there's weird dynamics. It's I don't always know. There's a different vibe altogether that you're getting from some of this. And, you know, they have the takeover language of the Mises Caucus. And then there's Dave Real, Dave Smith is, you know, really causing trouble. I mean, the last two parties, uh, chairmen, you had Sarwak. He's been nulled and left out. Then Bishop, uh, Joe Bishop Henchman, he's left as well. 
There's a losertarian faction and all the friction, and they're just hard to handle. I mean, the soy boy vibes that you're getting from them on a daily basis is rough to watch. If you actually saw their Frakertarian or losertarian um, episode with Nick Ashley and Joshua Smith on there, um, that was that was rough, <laughs> rough going with those guys. But I loved Nick and and Josh going on there and kind of uh, having a big conversation. That so, what's the real deal? Well, is this all about power? You think, oh, it's all about power, but I don't think it's all about pattern. Matter of fact, um, recently watched this documentary. It's called Psych. Uh, it's an engrossing story about a psychic detective and his chocolate sidekick. Um, they give some revelation to me. So I think we'll play uh, a little snippet of that and see what you guys think as well. Looking for info on our beloved couple. Anything that might say future killers. What does that word even mean anyway? Greatness. It's like they purposely set you up for failure. I mean, what have I done in my life that anyone would say was great? Dude, the perfect cocoa roundness of your head alone makes you great. That's easy for you to say, Sean. No one had any expectations you would amount to greatness. Gus, don't be an incorrigible Eskimo pie with a caramel ribbon. It doesn't matter what these people think of you, but, and I put this out there as a challenge to you, you really want to show them you've lived up to your potential? Help me solve this case, please. Come on, how many of our classmates are out there solving a murder tonight? Huh? A handful? Maybe? You could be one of them. What? Dude, we've been looking in the wrong John Hughes movie. This isn't Breakfast Club, or Curly Sue, or Mr. Mom, and it certainly isn't Flubber. Why are you hating on Flubber? I would never hate on Flubber. I'm not following. What do all the best John Hughes movies have in common? A love triangle. There's always a ducky. Do you recognize that guy? Vaguely. I don't know his name, though. Check the grad pics. He didn't show up. 17 no-shows, he's one of them. The question is, which one? Ducky, where are you? Is this the same guy? Good work, Gus. This is good. I think I just figured something out. I gotta make a quick stop. Are we back in business, partner? Milo and Otis. I get to be Otis? That's a given. Wow. So... Thank you for, for sticking around with that. So what's the point of this? Well, you've got a love triangle in the LP party. So I'm suddenly going, oh, John Hughes. That's right. John Hughes is going to solve this problem for us. So we've got a, uh, an issue here. And I just as Psych finally figured out there with a, a murdering of, of someone here, you've got a love triangle. And that's what we have here in the Libertarian Party. But which, which John Hughes film it is, I think it is pretty in pink. So let's assign the players here. Well, you've got... Um, Pretty in pink, you have uh, Molly Ringwald. She is the Libertarian Party, okay? She's Andy Walsh in the movie, and for just our purposes, we'll just call her Molly, okay? She's the redhead. She's kind of a poor family. She's got this best friend, Ducky, okay? Ducky, John Cryer, but, you know, come on, we'll just call him Ducky. He's always Ducky to us. Ducky is the establishment, okay? This is the the, the Sarwaks. It's the Losertarians. It's Reed Coverdale. No, uh, Reed Coverdale, um, I've got notes here. Reed Coverdale supposedly has had sex with Clint, so we are removing him from, <laughs> from this group. I'm sorry. You guys are wonderful online, so I, I just like to poke on you as well. So Reed's not part of that, but you've got all this establishment. Anyone that's kind of not in the Mises caucus or that's really pulling the, the – um, some of the Reason Gang even, right? Uh, they're, they're all the duckies, okay? Um, so we'll have them. Then there's Blaine. That's Andrew McCarthy, and Blaine is clearly Dave Smith, okay? He's good-looking. He has money. 
He's the coolest kid on the block. He's hung. I, I mean, he's he hangs with who you would want to hang with. So it's definitely um, Blaine, Dave Smith, and Dave Smith's friends are probably who we're going to talk about here as well. So here's the scenario. Ducky, that's the establishment. I mean, um, the Lusitarians and all the, yeah, the establishment there. They've been by Molly's side for a long time. They've been in the LP party, okay? Since she was young and before she even started dating, Ducky was there. Ducky was safe. Molly's dad, he wouldn't think twice if he walked into the room and saw his daughter changing her clothes with Ducky there, okay? He's not going to ever do it. He's not going to bang your daughter, all right? Not because he wouldn't want to, but because she wouldn't want to, okay? But Blaine... Blaine is good looking. He's popular. He drives a nice car. He he knows what Molly wants, and Molly wants him. Okay, and Ducky really can't be happy for the success that Molly will have by dating this guy. Why? Because he's a bitch nerd, and his attention needs to be filled by her. Now, look, if he were to glom on and maybe be friends with her, his friends and Blaine's, he'd be, be able to to go right in and have some success and probably have a good life. But no. He's, um, he's not going to have that. He hasn't accomplished anything on his own, nothing. And so when Andy, the LP, starts being interested in Blaine, Dave Smith, well, Ducky has threatened to abandon this relationship altogether. And I think we have the clip here. Remember who the parties are and remember what they're saying in this. Ducky, I'm really sorry. What is this? Um, you're going you're gonna to go out with this guy? I mean, is this you know, like a date? Or? Yeah. I mean, you like him. He's not like the other guys. Seriously. No, 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 what? Man, you really pissed me off, you know, because, you know, they shit all over everybody, including you. I just, I can't believe you'd be this stupid. Who's shitting on me? I'm not going to let anybody shit well, on me. He's just, he's going to use your ass and throw you away. God, I would have died for you. So what am I supposed to do? He asked me out and I like him. If I hate him because he's got money, just listen to me. If I hate him because he's got money, that's the exact same thing as them hating us because we don't. Do you understand? You can't do this and and respect yourself. You you you, you, you can't. Well, I'll make that decision, all right? Sure, you can you can do what you want. You know you're talking like that just because I'm going out with Blaine. Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's, that's a major appliance. That's not a name. Just because I'm going out with Blaine doesn't mean I can't be friends with you. I mean, it doesn't change the way I feel about you. Oh, that's very nice. I'm I'm glad. Here's here's the point, Annie. I'm not, I'm not particularly concerned with whether or not you like me. Because I live to like you, and, and, and I can't like you anymore. So, so when you get your heart splattered all over hell, and, and you're feeling really low and dirty, don't, don't look to me to help pump you back up, because maybe for the first time in your life, I won't be there. I can't believe you're actually saying this. Well, I guess that's just tough shit. And out walks Joe Bishop Hensman, Henchman and Nick Starbuck. There they go. <laughs> there, hey, you can't be able to be. So that look, that what's interesting too, if you look up and you this pretty in pink, by the way, it's fabulous uh, um, soundtrack, by the way. Um, if you look up uh, and, and about their uh, the ending, it was supposed to. This is the alternative ending, the one that we all know if you've ever watched the movie, which basically is Blaine and Molly Ringwald. They get together at the end and they they at the dance, and it's it's all good and fine. Uh, but the 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 first ending was going to be that she gets together with John Cry with the ducky and um, the audience when they did testing on it, they booed it. They, this is horrible. And I could see why no one, no, you know, they, they, they and, and, and by the way, what was interesting is John Cryer's comments were like, Hey, this is kind of, you know, 
weird because it doesn't make sense. You know, do you think this is the Cinderella story? She gets to end up with the guy, um, the, the other one, but you know, in the end she actually ends up the Cinderella story would be, she ends up with the guy she wants, not the underdog story. Um, what's funny is she had made a comment that, um, it was based on her best friend who was gay. Okay. So we've got a good connection there with some of this and who had an extremely non-romantic relationship with, uh, John Cryer said he was shocked at this. Um, but you know, we, we all see how this is going to play out, right? The girl wants to be with the popular guy, and uh, that's just the way it is. Um, so what do we have here? Well, we have Blaine's friends. Those are the cool kids. They're the ones to want to hang out in school. You wanted to hang out with them in school on the weekends. They're friends of Dave. They're the Mises Caucus. They're Heist. They're Angela McArdle. They're the Tower Power people. And because Blaine is fun and happy and cool to be with, that's where, you know, everyone wants to be. Look. When you're kinged by Blaine and you're with the in crowd, uh, the followers line up pretty quickly. You don't have to hang or follow with those losers over there. Libertarian Podcast Review. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you got some good insight as to that. Take care. Bye. Okay, I'm leaving now. Bye, guys. But she's back. And now. Chick-fil-A is completely overrated. It's not that good. I prefer Zaxby's. I prefer Popeye's. Takes a tough man to make a tender forecast, Nick. And I guess that's me. Keep fucking that chicken. Should I vote for Dick Cheney on the Libertarian Party? Do I have an obligation to vote for Dick Cheney? I would say so. Yes. Did it work for those people? (laughs) No, it never does. I mean, these people somehow delude themselves into thinking it might, but... (laughs) But it might work for us. That one dude was like, not a podcast, I can't find it anywhere, and they don't have video. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Peter Janke, yeah. Yeah, I blocked him. I'll do it. If he unblocks me, I'll... I'll... <laughs> He'll buy your shirt if you unblock him, Bert. He's a wigger. Yeah, nothing cooler than so a 49-year-old wigger. Like, yeah, I just started I live streaming. Cut me some slack. I'm fucking... I'm pretty high-tech for a boomer. Uh, but anyways... I... boomer.